Welcome, everybody, to Tank Tap, the podcast about beer and video games. I'm one of your hosts, Ben. It's episode 276, and I'm here with the returning Lucy. Hello. Hey. Hi. Back once again. Hi. Yes. Some kind of <laughs> renegade master. I don't know. I can't remember. I was... <laughs> <laughs> I got subbed in for uh, Adele, who's off in Canada land. <laughs> He's gone, never to return. Yeah. Maybe. Well, hopefully, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Just between me and you, I hope he never comes back. Exactly. Depends if, if they let him back in. I suppose um, they will. They probably will. Um, yeah, they're like you're too pure with your Canadian blood. <laughs> that's dirty Brits. Don't deserve your kind. Oh, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Um, good. So. Uh, but, but we're here to drink some beers, chat about some video games. Lucy, you've probably got maybe, you know, a, a, a game or two to chat about, having had a, a week yeah. away. So we will we'll jump straight into those after I've cracked open a beer. Um, yeah. I'll be getting a beer later. Yes, you're, Just... you're going to start a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense then for me to drink a beer you've already had. Um, mm. The week I was away, you and Adol drank the Bristol Craft Beer Festival 2021 Riper and True um, beer. Also with a spice blend from Arrowello Eats and inspiration from Riggle. And you guys chatted quite a lot about this uh, beer and gave all the flavor text and stuff. Um, obviously kindly provided to us from uh, We Are Beer and Riper and True. Um, I have already had a can. Um, mm-hmm. I had one... Pretty much as soon as I got back off of my holiday and and grabbed the beers, uh, which were at a neighbour's, um, and uh, you know sat had listened to what you guys had said about it, um, and thought very similar things. So it's been a couple of mm-hmm. weeks now. So I thought I would um, I would try it, have this one, um, and see if after a couple of weeks my thoughts echo as they did when I drank it, yours and uh, adults as well. Um, did you drink both cans quite sort of quickly, one after uh, the other? Yeah, after the podcast, I think it was either, it might have been two days after um, I had the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fascinating beer. So, yeah, it's a Aromatic Isles Pale Ale, uh, 4%. As I'm sure viewers will have already seen, it's quite clear, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Very, very sort of, not... not not quite translucent, but it's, I mean, it almost, it's got a slight haze to yeah. it. Super fizzy. Um, still loads of uh, head to it as well. But as I thought, and as you guys kind of, you know, chatted about on the episode, it's got such a good nose to it. It's so lovely. It's sweet. It's spiced. You, I think when you were chatting, there was, there was something that was, just eluding you both a little bit, and I can't remember what you kind of you um, know, whether it was one I of think the spices I, or something that couldn't quite yeah. get. I think I landed on like bergamot a bit, a bit of that with the citrusy, mm. uh, um, at least something from like the genus citrus. But yeah, the, the spice was um, maybe a little bit of ginger. I, I did taste yes. the cardamom as well, but um, yeah. Mm. What does it say? It just tasted like some North African spice that I can't put my foot on. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a Somali spice blend. 
Mm-hmm. Mixed by local, local chef and scholar Fazai Ismail of Aruello Eats. Yeah. Uh, Trouble fruit with hot flavours and vibrant spicing from cardamom. Yeah, so absolutely get a little bit of ginger in there. Doesn't quite give it a, a heat, but it sort of feels like it wants to. It's just on the cusp of having a little bit of a, a heated spice to it, uh, which is really nice. It, it kind of keeps it being a, a pale ale, being a little bit more sort yeah. of sessionable as I think they wanted to do with a you know with a festival kind of beer. So it definitely sits and has that feel, you know, mouthfeel flavour of a lighter four percent beer, but packs that yeah. kind of tasty, spicy punch to it as well. Yeah. I was wondering was there any like hints of cinnamon in it? I can't remember. Mm. I kind of remember the taste, but I can't really it, it, it would I'd probably have to taste it again to start Picking out those individual flavours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it almost feels like if someone hadn't said this was a pale, I would almost have kind of, if someone had just handed me this, I'd have thought it was a sort of a saison, but they'd just mm. mixed up sort of the, the yeast that they used or, or, or whatever was kind of, you know, all of those leftover ingredients that they just chuck in sort of like a farmhouse kind of beer. Um it, it, it does have that little bit of, you know, with that spice mix, just that something yeah. just elevating it just a little bit that you do get with, with Saison's. Um, so it's it's so clean as well. Yeah. There's nothing muddy in this at all. You get that spice mix. Yeah. You get a lot of that citrus in there as well. Uh, what are the hops? Citra, um, HBC692, and, oh, Sabro as well. Yeah, yeah I agree. Something, yeah, like a... Saison or, or even like a whip beer, mm. sort of. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's it sure. just it sits very well in that sort of light section of beers. Yeah, it's definitely got that uh, that crisp uh, edge to it. Mm. That would align well with a saison. But, um, Completely. And yeah. had we have been at the Bristol Craft Beer Festival. Uh, when it had gone on, I could see this being a, a perfect first beer uh, mm. to set you up. It, it's not too strong that it will impact um, sort of everything else that's then to come for the day. Um, so it, it, it just it feels it feels lovely. It's just a lovely little beer, mm. uh, which I when I drank the first one went back incredibly quickly. This one is going back <laughs> very very fast as well. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it. That's the front. And I, I love that yes. you had, you and Adol kind of like, yeah, it's great. The front, it looks like it's just come off the camera. And then there's all of that like flavor text on the back. <laughs> <Yeah. of> <laughs> Perfect. Good. I'm going to enjoy this. Um, Lucy, when you want to crack a bit, just let me know and we'll, we'll jump yeah. into that. But I will come to you first to kick us off mm-hmm. for the episode. Um, just to give us a rundown of whatever you've been playing, whatever you want to chat about this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I only want to talk about Hollow Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we just sat no. for two hours and chat about it. No, um, I I did replay it. Um, but when did I first play that game? Twenty eighteen. I don't think we need to uh, half on that. Um, even though it's such a fantastic game, I think it's because um, well, I always want to play Metroidvania, so. Uh, you know, every, let's say, 48 hours I get a hankering to play one, so <laughs> I was just like, oh, how am I going to relax this week? And I was like, I'm just going to play Hollow Knight. Yeah. Just good old comfort food and 
Uh, the the indie direct was um from from Nintendo was today, and it's like you saw people saying like, oh, Silk Song, the next Hollow Knight game, they're gonna talk about. It. It's just like they never will. That game's never coming out. It, it doesn't exist. It does seem like one of those mythical titles. Now. Mm-hmm. It's like the Last Guardian or something like that. Oh, it's just. It's... <laughs> I mean, let's not get into the Last Guardian. <laughs> Your favorite game. Oh mate, absurd, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Silk Song doesn't exist. Doesn't yeah. it? I've come to accept that. Um, but uh, Axiom Verge 2 stealth dropped today, so oh, it's yeah. like, that'll tide me over, I guess. That and Metroid Dread um, till till 2028 when Silk Song finally comes out. Axiom Verge show in the Nindies today? Or was it just released? Yeah, it did. It did. I, I, yeah, yeah, it was in the. It was quite unceremonious as well because it's like the Nintendo tend to like lean on like the indies that they you know no no get a buzz and people like them. Like I think on their last indie directs they closed out with like announcing Oxenfree too, so they mm. know what you know the indie darlings are. So, but yeah, it was just like here are all the games out today, and it was like uh, three other games, and it was just like Axiom Verge <laughs> in amongst them. It's like. Alright, cool. Whatever. Um, so, yeah. Because I was thinking, maybe I should start Hollow Knight on Xbox. <laughs> it's That's a good idea. It's like, no, I'll play Axiom Verge 2. I'll play a new game instead. Because I never replay games. So. Mm. It was weird that I just smashed out Hollow Knight in like a 24-hour period. Uh, and um, that was probably the whole 24 hours as well. Because that is not a short game. It, it, it really didn't take me that long this time. probably took me... About fourteen okay. hours okay. Um, to uh, get through it. I, I I played a little bit more because um, there's the with every Metroidvania there's an ending and there's the true ending, mm-hmm. which is like you gotta do some other stuff. I was like, let me see this true ending thing, and some of it was just like, man, this is a, a waste of my time. Some of this is just. <laughs> hard as balls, because I think Hollow Knight's... I mean, I didn't find it challenging the first time I played it, but replaying it, I was like, this game's pretty easy, you know? Mm. Um, I don't know if it's because I played Ender Lilies, which was... It was harder than Hollow Knight. Um, okay. But it's still, even that was just like, oh, it's okay, it's challenging, but it's not hard, it's not unfair. But yeah, Hollow Knight's like, every one of those bosses, like, I think it was only like one or two. I think it was those Mantis ones that I know that you got stuck on yeah. first time round. Um, and like this other Mantis guy later on in the game. Those were the only bosses that I died like once to. Like okay. for the rest it was just like first time. But I don't know, maybe <laughs> maybe I've gotten better at games, which is definitely not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's enough Hollow Knight. Um, As always, we're in for Hollow Knight. Uh, true. I spent like a lot of the weekend also listening to like law uh, wow. breakdowns that are like an hour and a half long. It's like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. So. Well, you've 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 delved delved super <laughs> yes. into it now. I've I've become the uh, the the stereotypical Hollow Knight fan, which just they don't think or breathe or do anything else other than you know worship Hollow Knight, which is like okay. You, you've crossed into so. that like from software. <laughs> fandom yes. haven't you like you're not in the front yeah. software fandom but it's, you're at the same kind of level yes. just to consume everything possible 
I've got a tattoo of Miyazaki's face <laughs> on my on my neck or my forehead. You just can't see it underneath the cap. It's there. Um, yeah, Hollow Knight. Um, back to actual <laughs> other games that I've played the first time around. Um, oh gosh. What did I play? See, my mind goes blank after I think about Hell Knight because I'm just thinking, should I play that again? <laughs> I know. Um, Unavowed, which I played on Switch. This is a point-and-click adventure game by Wadjet-Eye Games, mm. who been around for a long time, publishing and developing um, sort of like more adult versions of point-and-click games. Uh, they made Strangeland, or at least published it. Mm-hmm. Earlier on this year, which is, you know, talked about in a few episodes back, you won't have to look too far back to find that episode, but yeah, probably one of my favourite games this so far this year. Um, but this is, this is a, this is a older game from the catalogue. Okay. This, I think it came out in maybe 2019 originally or 2018. Um, this is, it's very, it's, it's sort of like this noir tech, not tech, um, just like dark fantasy kind of thing, where it's like it's set in real life New York, but it's it's basically like like something like I don't know Buffy, <laughs> where there's just bad things going on with like demons and hell spawn and stuff like that, and it basically following around this uh, uh, group called the Unavowed, who are like you know, demon slayers who live, you know live in their like little coven and it's like we have to save the world and stuff like that and it's like nobody knows about us and nobody knows that there's demons everywhere but we have to we have to sort that shit out even though you know um nobody knows about us but uh you start the game and it's like you you can choose uh three different uh character types you can choose a man or a woman first of all but you can choose three different character types you can decide if you are like a bartender or an actor or slash actress, or a policeman, or woman, okay. um, and in that sense, you you create these like diverging paths. So all the puzzles, depending on which one you choose, will differ. So how you actually um, like solve it, like for example, um, you you want to see down, you see this burnt down building because you suspect some it's related to some demon or something like that that they cause this and it's like okay there's a policeman at the scene of the crime it's like how do you then go and see the um uh see the rubble see this see the you know investigate the crime scene and i chose a bartender and with the bartender it's basically like i know how to talk to people i know how to um you know, understand like what's going on with their life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sit down, talk to me, break things down. So that was my way of um, going to see the crime scene. I'm guessing if you played the actor, maybe you could pretend it's like, oh, I don't know, my kid's butler or something, or I'm a police officer. Or if you are the actual police officer, maybe you're like, just do me a favor. You know, we're both. I'm a cop. It's like, you no. know, I can go go back and see that or something like that. And also with the diverging paths, it's like you can, you, you you have different members of the unavowed, and you're basically recruiting as you go um, further on in the game. And then um, on each mission, you can take because it's pretty much broken down in between different missions. You go back to like your little clubhouse, and then it's like, okay, we've got to go do this mission. We've got to go do that mission. Um, 
you can pick different members of uh, the Unavowed, and mm. depending on which um, which characters you pick, it changes the options of like, okay, this character has this ability, and I need this character to do to to solve the puzzle this way. Or alternatively, I'm going to have to find another way, which may be more long-winded or harder. It may be easier um, to, you know, solve the puzzle that way. And it's like not not a lot of point-and-click adventure games actually do that. They they seldom have like diverging paths. Yeah, they'll have like different dialogue options, but they never have different ways of solving the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So it's quite it's quite interesting in that way. I mean, I guess it offers some replayability in that sense. I don't really want to replay it because I really enjoyed like the story and which story I got and the decisions that I made. Mm. Because usually at the end of each mission, there is like, okay, it's sort of like a telltale game. It's like, okay, which person do you kill? Which person do you sacrifice? Which, you know, what what on, ongoing consequences is this going to have? And those do play out like kind of like later in the game and nice. different dialogue options and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's really, really interesting. It's more of a um, dialogue-driven game. Mm-hmm more than like puzzles like the puzzles are very simple very rudimentary it's like i i never needed a hint or anything like that sometimes you can ask like different characters like okay what do i do that's sort of like your very you know light bare bones hint hint system but so i never felt the need to do that because they are pretty straightforward and it's like there's only so many set things you can interact with and it's like well, one of these are going to have to do the thing to make me progress through the game. But So it was more about the writing and the characters, and it's like, I really gelled with, like, you know, the the characters that they had and the, the stories behind them, and um, just their, you know, every now and then when you were walking around these places, two characters would just speak to each other, and it's just, um, just getting more insight into their backgrounds, their lives, and before the unavowed and stuff like that so nice yeah it's it's it, it was it's a nice cup of tea game Good. it's like i just want to relax i played it on switch and it and it integrated touch touch screen controls mm. which not every game does that um like you'd think with a point and click game it's like it would be nice if i could just like swipe across the screen and stuff like that on most games but not all of them do it so hmm. it was it was nice to actually see them in this game so. that's good i mean it, but, it sounds yeah. like it's got this nice kind of balance of being like a point and click game but also being more narrative based and that is mm-hmm. the driving force kind of behind it and absolutely we've sort of i suppose seen games kind of not really sit within that space really you're you're either more of a visual novelly kind of narrative mm-hmm. game or you're this kind of faux action narrative game like the telltale sort of style mm-hmm. games where there's qtes and those kinds of things or you're just a point of click game and you've got all of the inventory management systems and all of those kinds of things so it sounds this sounds like the perfect game for all three of us really yeah um mm-hmm. yourself me and an adult um that we want this kind of middle ground and, and I know we've talked before about where some games their strengths are in kind of crossing those boundaries of genres or bringing in various different mechanics and play styles and mm-hmm. and merging them together almost hey yeah, Ad was in the chat it's called uh, was it Un- Unavowed 
Yes, unavowed, yeah. Yeah, and as you say, it probably aligns more with, like, more of the... It is, a, you know, kind of in that Venn diagram, hmm. but it is very much... I'd probably align it more to, like, a Telltale game. Okay. Um, just not 3D, but in 2D. Mm-hmm. Very nice pixel art, but... Sort of reminded me of, like, The Wolf Among Us, um, probably just because it had that kind of, like, um, like urban, dark fantasy vibe to it, mm. so... But, yeah, I really recommend it. I'm... I'm checking out more and more of Watch It, Watch It Ice um, back catalogue because I always knew about them mm. but it's like just never took the plunge and actually bought them but it's like yeah been buying some of their old, older games on like um, on Steam and Steam sales and stuff like that and I'm still working through another one of their games called Primordia which is more of a tech well it's more it's more set in like an apocalyptic kind of like post-apocalyptic where it's like okay the robots have come and it's like they have their own society now and they and and like they worship like humans as their god it's like it's just the higher being and stuff like they've achieved like sentience to the point where it's like okay you're doing fine with that (laughs) we always knew you could Um, amazing so uh what i made unavowed as well because as you as mm -hmm. you said um, they only published yes um other titles and stuff so yeah, that, you can pretty much tell what when it's like in that catalog. You know, like how we say, like Devolver games always mm. have that kind of look and vibe. Uh, Watch it, I games have that kind of um, through line that you can tell. Nice. Okay, they made this. So yeah, really enjoyed that one. Um, moving on, play the game that you, you might enjoy. Then okay, um, think you'd you'd enjoy. It's called. Because I know you were looking through uh, Game Pass, mm-hmm. uh, as we all are, probably yeah, most of the time. All the but, time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a game called Omno, mm. O-M-N-O, um, which is the perfect Game Pass game for me. And we usually use that as, like, maybe, I guess, a slight, <laughs> as in, it's like, this is average kind of game, sort of like how Last Stop was for me. But it's more in a sense of that, I knew about this game a bit. I didn't really look into it, and I was just like, mm, I, I don't know if I'm going to check this out. And then it's on Game Pass, and mm. it's like, mm, I might check it out. And it's like, people were speaking very, very highly of it, and I was like, I'll check it out. Especially after they said it's three hours long. <laughs> that was that just was like, <laughs> bingo. <laughs> yeah. And it is about three hours long, which is... Uh, which is really good, but it's it, it's one of those where it's like it doesn't overstay its welcome, and it isn't it, it isn't so like light on content or ideas where it's like okay you're just dragging it out you know even if it is just three hours mm. is it, it's a perfect length and it and it and if anything it leaves you wanting more. Um, it's a three D. I guess it's a platformer. I guess it's not quite like. You know, I don't know. Um, it kind of reminded me of Spyro a bit. I'll, okay. I'll get more into why, but but sort of like, um, you know, I don't know, Donkey Kong sixty four. It's not quite like uh, a, a mascot platformer game. Um, it's sort of got like journey vibes, mm. where you're 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 going on this like pilgrimage, and um, you're you know developing these uh these abilities on your way to help you solve these you know pretty straightforward to be honest um platforming challenges you're basically going through these 
it's le it's level based. You're basically going through these kind of like open hub worlds, and like within each hub world, I think it's about ten. Uh, the, there's a different set of there's a few sets of puzzles. Basically, you're having to like um, collect these energy orbs, and once you collect three of them, you can do the last puzzle in that area and then move on. Okay. Um, but there's there's always more than that. It's like you can hunt down these um, these like kind of journals, and you can there's always it's probably about maybe five or six different orbs that you can get. So it's so if you, if you're struggling with one of them. You can just do an alternative mm, one. There's nice. usually always enough where it's like, okay, maybe I don't feel like doing this platforming section. I'm having issues with this. Let me go do some. Choose another That's one. That's very cool. Um, yeah, and but I 100 at each level mm -hmm. because it's like they were fun. They like doing these platforming challenges, like figuring out very slight puzzly elements to it. It's like okay, I have to go up here and press this object and uh, interact with this thing and then um, with all these different abilities chain them together so you get a dash um, you get like a surf mechanic and you get like this teleportation one and it, and it, and it all just really you know just fits together and flows in a really good way it feels really good to play it and like the teleportation um mechanic especially it's like you see something in the distance and it's like it basically has this um little reticle around it, it means that you can try and teleport to that mm. it's like within a second you were just like you know and it's got this really cool effect to it where it's like you're basically like nightcrawler in <laughs> x-men and it's like it, and it and it just runs so smoothly it's like no no frame Amazing. rate hitching or anything and it's just like you're just there and it's like this is really impressive. Um, but yeah, it sort of reminds me of Inspiring, just like the fact that it's like, um, you're not exactly going into different hub worlds, but it's, like, it's, like, it's sort of like an open level, and it's like having to platform to, to these different things. It's, it's you know, some of the orbs are like optional. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's, it, it's really, really colourful. It's like you go through all these different biomes, like you go from the swamp area to like, icy tundra and it's um just a really really good looking game um it, it's got like these these big polygonal uh polygonal like um blocky textures to it but it still looks really nice so um but yeah i mean have a look have a look into it Absolutely. Um, it, it grasps it me immediately and it's like it, like each level probably takes what 20 minutes maximum half okay. an hour and it, and but it just keeps on moving. I probably played about three or so in a day and finished it in about three days. But yeah, it just just always it's, it was a nice pick up and play thing. Mm. You know, the controls are simple. Uh, the platforming is you know it's easy, but it, but it's not a breeze. It's like you, you're still having to think. You're still having to you know use a bit of dexterity and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's. It, I really enjoyed it. It was, it was something that just came out of nowhere. Probably yeah, really. I mean, yeah. I, I, I did see it um, on Game Pass. I saw a couple of people talking about it in various sort of gaming Facebook groups uh, as well. But from what you said, yeah, I think it might be the next thing I jump on. I, I always yeah. appreciate a game which is short, but doesn't feel like it's filling out time for time's sake. Or again, feels like it is kind of so short that it is just 
uh, you know a very small experience it's like oh okay cool move on to sort of the the next thing you know mm-hmm. whilst it's short it's yeah. still kind of commanded that headspace with you um and done what it is looking to do very well so yeah absolutely um i'm always always looking for games that i can you know take my time with but are short yeah. as well so yeah it's one of those really relaxing kind of games it's like there's no it, there's, there's no clock there's nothing hurrying you onto the next place you can leisurely you know look around there's like different like kind of like weird space animals in it and stuff like that so um it's like a less goofy and more serene uh journey to the savage planet um <laughs> which is also very i see that 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 that's because that studio got bought by google yeah. and then and it got like eaten up or i don't know if that studio is alive within google or whatever but i know that they've spun out i just saw a headline thing is that they've spun out and created a new studio and they're keeping the uh rights to that yes IP, Some, something good, owl so, yeah. or something like that perhaps the studio is being called i can't remember yeah. what it is yeah i saw that as well mm. um but good, seems yeah, yeah seems absolutely good that uh, uh that game was all right and it, mm. it's it's an interesting one isn't it that with i think we're starting to see a little bit more that even though publishers might own a studio that that the mm-hmm. rights for certain kind of ip can sort of change hands and it, it's like something like sunset overdrive right mm-hmm. that insomniac took or, or, or it was theirs it was kind of just published by xbox on that console xbox didn't have the rights yeah. to that title yeah. or at least they do have the rights to that title but only on xbox yeah because um, i think that's why they went to xbox because i think they said that they wanted to retain the rights for sunset overdrive so i mean i'd i'd i'd, I'd love another so sunset overdrive but it, i'm happy with that being just like you know just a one hit wonder just you know, have it been its own special little thing, so... And, I mean, they're, they're going to be a Spider-Man studio now. They're just going to be churning those out for the rest of the time. Yeah, well, I... Until Ted Price <laughs> is, is becomes, like, Doc, Dr. Octavius, and he's like, I can't make it anymore. And he just goes insane. <laughs> that would so, be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't want to see... Um, I don't want to see them as kind of like the Spider-Man studio... Um, mm-hmm. I know they do other stuff. There was a VR game that they brought out, and there's other, there's other things as well. True, um, still making Ratchet. I guess. Yes, yeah. yes, and uh, they they've kind of hit the news as well, alongside other uh, uh, companies in terms of their work practices and how they treat mm-hmm. employees and stuff as well. So um, you know, if that's something that, that, that listener you you want to know about, take a look at that as well before you jump into any anyone's any studios games essentially. Um, I thought. I haven't seen that. I thought it was meant to be a nice. Yes, place to so I, I, so we'd kind of been led to believe previously, but um, yeah, mm. some stuff's come out in the last kind of week. I think an ex-employee, oh goody, um, said it wasn't a very nice place for women to work. Um, That's a problem. so yeah. Mm. Uh, so I, I mean, I like Insomniac, but. As with every studio, if you care about this shit, then just don't buy any games. That's it. Wait till they come yeah. to whatever subscription service you want to pay yeah. to mega corporation number one or number two. Yeah. Uh, um, out of all of your, you know, hard-earned cash that you're massively taxed <laughs> yeah. on anyway, and 
Yes. Um, there's, 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 no, no there's, no, there's no way in gaming to get out of being in just a capitalist cycle, is there? We've, we've got no choice. Um, you buy the play date, just, just play one-bit uh, games yeah. forever, but you're still giving a corporation yeah, money for giving you a play date, so... Just go, just go on itch.io. Oh, again, you've got to have a PC, you've got to have an OS, you got, you know, it's 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 all it's no. all mired, it's all mired. And... Just make your own little Raspberry Pi. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Every, everything needs to be open source at this point. That's it. That's the only way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, on to uh, you. You know, it's a wholesome game that I'm sure has no issues. <laughs> at least I hope not. Um, in Bento, which is a, I spoke about this game. I actually, I actually want to thank you, Ben, for having such good um, archival <laughs> skills. Which is like just, just probably not even archival. Just thinking forward and putting which games we put in the play in the description of the podcast. Yes, okay. <laughs> because I went on Google and lo and behold, I talked about this game on Tanked Up. Episode 178. Wow, 100 episodes ago almost. 98 episodes ago. Mm. No, 102 what? episodes ago. No, 98 episodes ago. I don't know what episode we're on now, so I'm just going to... There you gonna... go. <laughs> okay. Good maths, first time. Um, yeah, which episode title? What can we do to make beer more approachable? Which is a topic we've talked about mm. before, so that's interesting. Uh, yes, I... That was back in September 2019, such a wholesome time before you know, <laughs> there was a pandemic. <laughs> when we were just, uh, you know, complaining about God knows what, whatever game came out in, in 2019. I don't even remember. I mean, I don't remember the time before uh, the pandemic. As Adol said, 7,005 episodes ago <laughs> in the chat. And it, yeah. it could absolutely be. It could be 7,005 well, years ago. Yeah. Who fucking knows when mm-hmm. 2019 yeah. was? But yeah, I played that on iOS and this time around I'm playing it on Xbox. It's um, very cheap. It's probably about, I think it's about £3. So. Um, and it's, it's a delightful little puzzle game. It's sort of like this um, little grid-based game. Um, I think it's like 9 by 9 grid based game. And you're basically, you're this cat, it has cats, so, you know, 10 out of 10. Um, <laughs> but you're this mother cat putting in the, you know, food in a bento box for a little baby cat. And it's just about, um, basically, you've got, you've got this picture of what the bento box should look like, and you have to match the, mm-hmm. uh, match the picture. So it's like, Okay, rotating the, the cubes and, you know, just slotting them into the bento box and then it gets more advanced and more complicated. It gets really hard later yes. on in the game. It's like, I struggled with this on iOS. I'm struggling again with it on Xbox. I don't know why I do it to myself, but I do. <laughs> but, um, and it's basically you have these, um, different modifiers where it's like, okay, this switches, uh, this block with this block, this, this, makes all the little blocks rotate around by 90 degrees and it's it's a whole thing and it's like it's, it's got a very sweet look to it but it, that just belies the, the the devilish nature of some of those puzzles yep. because i've been stuck on some of them for i just stare at it for like half an hour and just like 
what is I this? Know. But it's like, I'm not looking at a walkthrough. I'm going to be like, I'm being like a deal, and it's like, I'm just not looking at a walkthrough. And it's like, why do I do this to myself? And then I don't end up finishing it. I completely. I, it, it, invento lies <laughs> yeah. unfinished on my phone as well. Yeah. Just, I just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get through some like, of those later levels. Yeah. It, yeah, it was like the eighth set of puzzles i won't call it a world but yeah it's just like oh my god how why i I just can't see it so i i would bet that it's like if i loaded up the ios version it's the same goddamn puzzles that i'm stuck on this time (laughs) and it's just like my brain's broken i just can't do it so i mean um, the same for pretty much everyone isn't it yeah so yeah, that's in Bento. I've been replaying that. I just love how wholesome and you know sweet looking that game is, and it's it's a it's a really good puzzle mm. game. So um, even though you know some of the puzzles get a bit tricky, don't let that you know put you off. Um, it kind of reminds me. You remember that cat game? What's that cat game puzzle game that we? Oh, the the with the different shaped cats. The one you rotate. The, yeah, oh, kind of reminds me of that. I don't know. I had that on Steam. That was a good game. I mm. think. Um, I'm just gonna type cats. <laughs> <laughs> cats organize yes. neatly. That's yes. <laughs> yeah, it sort of reminds me of that. Just like perfect cup of tea, very wholesome, very, very nice. But some of those puzzles are devilish. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's invented. Nice. Um, Good. Did you um? Did you start No Way Home? No, I wanted to. Um, I just haven't got around to it because I haven't been using my computer mm. lately. But that is on my list. I'm going to be playing that um, because I think it's only about two hours long, and people say, um, I mean, it's been getting you know good yes. reviews so yeah, far. Yeah. So yeah, I've tried to I've tried to stay in the blind. So I'm just like, oh, I want to see what they're saying, but I'm gonna gonna avoid it. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking did you play to the that cause demo that for game. it that came out probably about a month ago or so now? Um, I didn't play the most recent demo I, I feel like I've played a demo for that like years okay. ago um, I'm not sure I'm not sure if it was that um, it might have been but but no I didn't play the most recent demo have you, have you played it? Yes or? yeah yeah and I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's not like a direct demo uh, uh, of exactly kind of mm. the, the game I'm pretty sure okay. it was either like a prologue or something like that to the actual yeah. game um, so it'd be interesting to see from think. what you said when you, when you played it and, and you chat about it. It'd be interesting to see where that demo kind of fits. I don't know if it's still available mm. for people to kind of play, but it'd be cool to see if there's this kind of you know and, and great if games can kind of learn from this and do this. It's like here is mm-hmm. a little. This is like the vertical slice of the game, mm-hmm. and actually it isn't in the game. It's not a part of the game that we've you know hashed out early and 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 done. This is just something separate and standalone, little 15, 20 minute experience, maybe a little bit longer for, you know, like a triple A game or something like that. But something that then leads into this. You don't have to play it before you play the main game, but it just gives you that little bit extra. Um, an yeah. understanding of characters and, and, and a little bit of motivation sort of to them and stuff before you get into the main game without detracting too much from, you know, the opening kind of scenes of the main game and the way that the story will kind of take you through that. Um, so it, it, it's just, yeah, I want to see kind of where it sits with, yeah. with the with the. Yeah, game. it's it's ringing a bell. I'm pretty sure I played it like 
ages ago. Like a very early demo. I don't know if it's the same as that, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Hmm. I'm just trying to have a look. See, yeah, it's gone. It's gone from my Steam library. Maybe it was on it- a load of yeah. the a load of the demos that were in yeah a load of the demos that were in that steam kind of demos week uh, when i had uninstalled them all just disappeared from the from the library um so yeah it wasn't even kind of hey here's just a here's a record of you having played it It sits in your library unplayable it just just went which is why i haven't quite deleted the sable demo yet i think it's just just too good not to delete just, just in case i want to <laughs> so experience soon. it before yeah, it just comes get out just little hits little yeah. hit a crack yeah. And then, um yeah i think there might have been a because i know i've been paying attention to like no longer home for a while yeah. now so i might have played the demo finally. but anyway um yeah yeah I, i've got like so many demos installed um still so i want to get around to them but then the next Steam Fest will roll around and there'll be more demos exactly. and I won't get around to those. But, um, you know, I played that's kind of like a demo, but not really, but it's a full game. Mm-hmm. I saw this kicking around in your wish list. Um, the Ramp. <gasps> oh, is... I bought it today. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I played 11 yes. minutes. That's how much I played of it, um, and then I accidentally left my computer on, um, and it says I played it for thirteen hours. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I I played, yeah, I played about ten minutes, and then um, I played a little bit more of it. But yeah, it's 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 a weird little, it's a nice little curio, it's mm. a nice little, um, it's not a demo, it's actually a full game. Um, you can buy it and. You know, it's not early access or anything like that, but it's um, it's just this kind of isometric little skateboarding, like this little toy box. It's like yeah, yeah. Yes, absolutely. you are skating, and yes, you can do basic basic tricks. You can obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> rotate, do like a nine hundred or something like that. But you can also do like um, you can do grabs and you can do uh, board slides. Mm-hmm. So. It, as I say, it's very rudimentary, but it, it's it's got a nice feel to it. It's got, you know, nice gaining momentum by. Um, I'm playing on the on Xbox controller, mm-hmm. like just um, feathering A to get to gain yes. speed and. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's got like I think it's is it three different or is it four, four different. Uh, so it's, it it starts it just starts you on a simple half pipe. Uh, and and runs you through the tutorial, yeah. and once you've done that, it then opens up three different levels mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. I think it's got like one is like two bowls, and mm-hmm. it's one like a swimming yep. pool, and there's one that's just like this massive mm-hmm. ramp, which is actually quite fun. Um, just it's sort of like got that kind of uh, trials kind of vibe. It does. To it, which is like, yeah. how many tricks can I do before just like uh, smacking my face on the uh, on the ramp at the yeah. end? But yeah, it's it feels good. It's 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 very it's very colourful. I love the you know like the isometric look to it. It's got like this very, um, like kind of miniature miniature look mm. to it. And yeah, it's it it made me want to play Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had seen that you you had played this a few days back, and I I did wonder mm. if it had given you that. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that taste for something a little bit more sort of feature, uh, complete, a little bit more complex. But I, I agree. I love how simple it kind of is, whilst also having this um, kind of level of mastery to it almost. Like it's easy to pull off a trick, but actually it's quite hard to time things to get that height and and yeah. then be able to do a 1080 and and and, and pulling off a, a a grab with it and things like that so yeah fun little kind of like we talk about like time waster games it is a little time waster mm. game you can sit there for five minutes and just play around with it a little bit and then come away from it'd it it'd be a great screensaver oh, absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah. um it, it was made i think it's made by one person um steam yep. says hyper, hyper paradise but um the one person who made it is one of the co-founders of I can't remember. I think they're called Grizzly Games. The people who made Islanders. Oh yes, yeah. Which which had self dropped on Switch yes. today, which I I want to look mm. into. Yeah. Which yeah, which if you if you are interested, there's a review on Out of Lives, which I did last mm-hmm. year, maybe even the year before. It's got to be, it's yeah, got to be the year before. A couple years ago, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I played that on PC, and that's a great little game as well. Um, yeah, I've been waiting for it to come on to like. I was waiting, I think for the, like iOS, but on Switch, perfect. Wait right. for that Steam Deck, mate. Well, now you said that. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> might wait for a Steam set. <laughs> now I might pick it up on Switch. It's the perfect Switch game, which is every game. At yes, this that's point, true. So. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it'd be interesting to see kind of whether the ramp then turns into anything uh, more. Whether we get something which is bigger kind of levels um you know as kind of like tony hawks did you know it obviously comes out as a big product the original game with a huge kind of licensed soundtrack and stuff and then builds and builds and builds and suddenly you have um you know park creators and and all of this sort of like stuff uh, attached to it be interesting if the ramp kind of becomes a a similar kind of thing that suddenly we get you know either extra levels added or you pay like 50p for another kind of space to be able to kind of play in or something like that or mm-hmm. then the tools are then provided to you to be able to create your own kinds of spaces and stuff so Absolutely. yeah yeah i can i can see even though this feels a little bit like someone kind of branching out a little bit wanting to try something different and being a little bit more experimental with what they're doing that this could then lead on to um to a bigger kind of experience so mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely one where I've, I've yeah I played for a little bit and it's interested me enough to be like okay I just want a little break from work I'll play five minutes mm-hmm. of that cool done but I'd come back to it the yeah. next day or in a couple of days time kind of thing so yeah um yeah by the by the way the dev you know made it sound it seemed like it might be a one and done like here it is I've released mm-hmm. it off into the world and that's it um which I wouldn't mind either it's like you know, something like Townscaper, which, yeah. you know, we both bought and played a few weeks ago. It's like, this is... I, I like things where it's like, yeah, they're just trying something and it's actually a really good product. It's like, they're not selling it for like... You know, you don't have to remortgage your house just to buy it. It's like a couple of yep. quid or something like that. And it's like, yeah, um, foster that creativity. Like, Absolutely. You know, I don't mind chucking someone a few few quid for that. But And the games are fun. So. Mm-hmm. And really look nice, so they make nice wallpapers, if anything. So. Yes, yes. I think we're finding we, we <laughs> we're very much enjoying these beautiful visual, uh, yes. not even like yeah. spectacle. It's not this 
insanely detailed, crazy kind of space. They just use colour very well. Yeah. It's like we're, we're all coming out of like uh, the Xbox 360 era where everything was grey. And then any <laughs> bit of colour, it's like like crack. It's like moth to a flame. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, I, have, I have one more game to talk about. I'm done. Perhaps I'll open a beer. Yeah, you open your beer and you talk right. about it, and I'm going to go get my Ooh, beer. Ooh, okay. Which is probably one I've had before. I don't have any new beers. I need to. I haven't been to the beer shop because I had no car tire. So oh, yes. <laughs> I have one now, so. Took me, what, like two weeks to actually. <laughs> actually be asked to go get one, yeah. so. Uh, I, might, I might take a trip to the beer shop. It's been a while. Do it. So. Do it. I, I haven't been for a little while. Before I went away on holidays, on, on it's been a few weeks. Uh, before you go and get your beer, I will say I'm cracking open mm-hmm. a beer from Arbor. So I'm sticking around in Bristol. Okay. Um, and this is Talus in Wonderland, an American pale ale. Another light beer at 4.8%. Yeah. Um, it's got Talus. It's a very is, light week for you. It is a very light week, yes. Usually you're in here if you're 12s and 13s. Exactly. I haven't, been to, I haven't been to the bottle shop. So it's, it's, you can it's tell. Terrible. It's showing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's got the new American Hop Talus, accompanied by the wonderful, I don't know why they've, they've put it in quotation marks, uh, Idaho 7 and Azaka. Okay. So there we go. Talus has come up again. So. I will, yeah. Right, I'll uh, go get my beer. Yeah, cool. Crack that open. I will Tell the people it. what vamp, it's like and, and, why, and why The Last Guardian is the best game. <gasps> oh, no. I'm going to have to talk about The Last Guardian now, aren't I? Um, let's crack this beer open first, though. Uh, get it get it poured. Um, for those of you interested in beer, Talus, yeah, it's a new hop. Um, we're seeing a few different breweries uh, put it out here in Bristol. Um, especially a few people are kind of um, brewing with it. New Bristol have just put out a beer with Talus in as well, I think, or, or not with Talus in, but very heavily featuring Talus. Um, oh my god, that's just. It's not quite an ice cream, but it has frothed up beautifully around the glass. Um, I will talk more about that in a moment. The Last Guardian, oh dear. Lucy's opened up a can of worms with The Last Guardian. If you didn't listen to the episode after I had played The Last Guardian, you won't know my frustration. You won't know my anger with The Last Guardian. How angry I am, Lucy, at The Last Guardian. Um, <laughs> I just... I mean, it, bird I, dog. I, I, bird dog. I just fuck off, bird dog. Just, just get in the seat. Uh, just, the controls are so shit. Fucking piss poor. Um, let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about that because yeah. I, 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 I will let you come back to after we talked about our beers. Let you come back to the the, the final game you're going to play. But I, I do have a Japan Studio game to talk about. Um, oh, this this evening. So uh, I don't even know what that is. We, we, we're going from kind of one end to the other with 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 these games. A bad game from a good game, okay. Yes. Um but let's talk about these beers. What have you got, Lucy? What have you cracked? It looked like a day. Uh, um yeah it is. It's still from my batch of day that I bought a couple weeks ago. Um did I have this one before? I don't think I did. This is called Can We Get a New Aircraft, which is six point two percent um Oh, 
Let's have a look. Can we get a new aircraft? Is based on the recipe for SG5 full on strata, full on juice. Is there anything else on the can? No. <laughs> so it's got strata in it. I'm guessing it's an IPA. Who knows? With there could be anything. Yeah. Well, it looks like one, so we'll go with that. IPA, pale ale, whatever you want. Nice. 6.2%. So. Smells great. Have you tucked into your beer yet? I've not. Or are you too I've busy not vamping? I was vamping a little bit. Um, it's it's not quite as translucent as the as the last beer. It's it's more hazy, a little more straw in colour. The head frothed up as well, as Adam said. I I did pour like him. Um, it's just a big foamy thing, but very light in the nose. Um, a little little fruity, but there's mm. this maybe slight pininess to it, but very very light. Hmm. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's incredibly light. Oh, no, oh, no, it's only four point eight percent, so it is a lighter ABV bit. But in flavour, it is very light. It's got this nice kind of creaminess to it to sort of to to start with, and it has this piney kind of nutty flavour. Definitely what I was getting okay. off of the nose but again, not kind of massive. Not that big. It feels like if this was maybe 6, 6.5% I'd have this lasting piney bitter finish to it but because it's so light everything fades quite quickly. And again that's kind of nice for an American pale ale. It, it feels like it's it's got this flavour to it but actually doesn't hang around too much mm-hmm. um, it's very dry incredibly dry wants me to just to go straight back to it because of that and it almost right. on the nose it's almost it's not quite a mm, it's almost like a walnut kind of smell to it when I say kind of piney and, and I think that's mm. maybe come through a little bit now I've had a couple of tastes from it as well then then just coming through a little bit in the nose it's almost got this walnut kind of note to it in the nose not yeah. so much in the flavour which does edge more towards that kind of piney end but that's kind of it really it's this kind of okay. nutty piney sort of beer without a massive amount else going on Interesting. And I, I said that the Wiper and True felt like a good light beer and that it didn't affect the mm-hmm. palate at all. I don't think that is coming through on this, affecting this very much. I think this is just the beer. It is just a very light, uh, very nutty, piney beer, which yeah. we don't get very much. No. Which no. is interesting. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. I. I hmm. I guess some of the like some of the day of beers kind of have that like n- kind of nutty kind of mm-hmm. texture, but I don't know. I don't, maybe walnut is like because it's not it's not it's not like it's more of a it's less harsh. Shall I say like mm-hmm. like yes. less less 
you know, really nutty, you know, nuts are like, you, you, you can't, you know, mistake them for anything but, but, mm. you know, like something like maybe a pecan or, or a walnut or something like that, a bit, a bit less abrasive, like, yeah, yeah, probably aligns better with what I'm thinking that that beer tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And in, in this work that I just had, there is a, like a light stone fruit in there as well uh-huh. um, that kind of leads the flavour. That's almost like the first thing presented to you. It's maybe a bit more kind of peachy, something like that, uh, that then leads you into that nutty, piney sort of finish. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lovely flavour, and it's so incredibly easy. Um, I could I could see myself drinking this all day. Really, and I've got a pint can as well, so I can sit here and drink it for at least, uh, you know, a little bit. Yeah, ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, was the day? It, it smells like a day. Mm. Just, just full of citrus and tropical aromas, and it's just smells really good, really, really good. Looks nice and thick. Yeah, it's it's opaque at this point, but it may look thick, but it doesn't taste thick. Okay. It's actually uh, it's actually quite light. Um, it's quite easy, very smooth. Mm. I mean, this has just come out of the fridge as well, and it's like it, it, it's it's very yeah, it's very smooth. It's like hardly any hoppiness to it. Okay. Just easy, and it's got like this kind of creamy texture to it as well. It's, hmm. yeah, I'm surprised at like how hoppy it, it isn't. You know, mm. it's like there's barely any hoppiness to it. it. Doesn't feel flat or anything like that though. It feels smooth, and it's very, as I say, that creamy texture to it. It's just just goes down really easily. It's like you could just knock this back immediately um but yeah it's just shocking because it just literally just came out of the fridge mm. and i just thought oh probably have a bit more a bit more hoppiness a bit more you know effervescence to it but it's hardly anything but that that's not a bad thing at all it's like it's very like it it, it sort of has a bit of mustiness to mm. it um it's less fruity in the taste than it is on the aroma, but you are still getting like this kind of you are getting a sweetness to it, um, sort of like like melon. Mm. Um, yeah, is it, it's is sort it, of more it, of a subdued tropical fruit. Mm, rather does it than start like, to then edge into that kind of you know like ripe melon? Not not quite bitter, but a little bit kind of danker and yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind of mustiness, that mm. kind of dankness, definitely there. But yeah, that's good. Nice. That's really good. Day, I have definitely been playing with that end, as mm-hmm. we talked about in the last sort of few weeks when, when we've had sort of Daya's. Uh, um, they, they've definitely been trying to get into that kind of slightly more ripe, even so far as kind of earthy sort yes. of flavours to their beers. So it's nice to hear that they've kind of hit a little bit of that, but they've got a little bit of sweetness to it. Sounds like this is balanced yeah. nicely between kind of what we sort of expect from there. For sure, for sure. 
And the lasting taste that I have is just a slight bit of bitterness. Mm. It's 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 kind of hard to pick out, but it's definitely there because I am still getting like that, like slightly sweet burn as well. So it's only six point two percent, but yeah, it's, it is really well balanced, and it's definitely it's definitely one that is good to have as like the first beer because I think maybe if I had, even if it was. Um, uh, the is it aromatic Isles, even though it, it it doesn't feel like that would linger too much, and it does feel like a bit of a palate cleanser. Mm. I think even that this is very this is subtle enough where it's like I'm glad I haven't had anything before it to to mar my like um, palate or or my judgment because yeah it 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 does feel a bit subtle, but as I say it's not it, it, maybe I couldn't have picked out all those like the kind of mustiness kind of dankness the kind of very slight bitterness at the end if i had something prior to this mm, but mm. it's really good mm. really really very good. light and very balanced yeah i mean they're, they're flying off in the clouds and that's exactly what it's like it's like a little pillowy it's not quite as pillowy as some other beers but it's very smooth it's very easy. Brilliant. This will be gone soon. I have another one, the exact same beer in the fridge. Am I? Just to, yeah, <laughs> just, just, just bowl straight through into that one. Yeah, as well. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we won't even have to edit it. It'll just look like I'm drinking the same beer. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> just mute out it, me cracking over the other, yeah. other can. <laughs> just get rid of that. Perfect. Perfect. Um, <sighs> good. We'll drink these and we'll jump back into uh, into gaming. Yeah. But you had another game to chat about, I believe. Yeah, just one more. It's a weird one, you know. Um, it's called Within the Blade, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and when you look at it, it looks like, oh, this will just be a um, just side-scrolling like kind of Ninja Gaiden game. Um, which, you know, I love Ninja Gaiden. It should be more uh, games like that, yeah. <laughs> yes, um... You know, Shinobi. It's pixel art, and it's like it's published, I think, by Rattalika Games, who are, uh, let's say, have a reputation for putting out um, games that have very easy gamer score. Um, and um, <laughs> but they do have some, and and very like retro looking games, and a lot of pixel art kind of things. But and some of them are, you know, of questionable quality. And it's like this is just like. <laughs> This is like a Mario clone, and it's like one level of... It's like playing 1-1 over and over again, and then getting a thousand game of score. But um, this isn't this isn't as cynical. This is... Um, there's actually been some thought and like some craft gone into this one. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one, because it looks like it should just be like a Shinobi or a, or a Ninja Gaiden. It's like, okay, level by level, just going through and slashing people, and you know, um, you're a ninja. Um, but it's 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 weird in the sense that it's like it has other mechanics in it. It's like it's not just level by level. It's got like this crafting system, and it's got like kind of stealth mechanics, and it's got like you have this kind of like hub hub world, or mm. or like this this hometown that you go to, and you have to go out and do missions. It's and yet it. It, it's sort of got that wrapper of like a just a straight up side scrolling kind of slash em up, so it's doing all these different things, and it's like I don't not quite sure where I land with it, because um, 
I mean, it controls okay, but it seems like there's a progression to it. There's like a skill tree to it. It seems like, okay, I need to, you know, craft more items. I need to, you know, improve my character with these kind of like very light RPG systems. And I don't know if they all mix that well together. I mean, I looked at some of the other reviews and people seem really high on it. So I, mm. I think that it's something that it's like the more time you put into it and the more, the more, you know, more you upgrade your character and the more involved you get, it seems like that's when the game sort of like clicks. Yeah. But as of now, it seems a bit like. It seems a bit like Whiplash. It's like, what kind of game are you trying to be? It seems like maybe they bit off more than they could chew. I'm not sure until, you know, I play more of it. But some of it seems like maybe I would have preferred if this was just a straight-up Ninja Gaiden kind of level-by-level thing. Because something like, um, gosh, what was that game? The Messenger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That game is fantastic for about four hours (laughs) and then the back half of that game it turns into a metroidvania for no reason at all it's got a lot of backtracking was the messenger the one that switched between uh eight eight and 16 16 Mm. Mm -hmm. and that was cool like i replayed like the first half of that game on xbox probably it was probably last year and it was like the start of that game is fantastic it feels great and it's like the look of it, the sound of it, and everything like that. But then, the back half of that game is ass. So it's just, and I just stop playing as soon as they're like, "Okay, go here, here, and here." It's like, oh, I won't do that. So <laughs> this kind of has that kind of like vibe to it, where it's like, mm, I don't know if I, 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 I might have just preferred if you just, you know, did the very straightforward thing of making like a Ninja Gaiden S game, mm-hmm. but. But then that that is, you know, that may have been, like, compromising the vision of, like, what they wanted to do and stuff like that. So who am I to say? I think I need to dig into it a bit more and see mm-hmm. where I land on it, you know, because when, when you're thinking, like, a 2D side-scrolling stealth game, I mean, my mind goes to, like, Mark of the Ninja yeah. and how good Mark of the Ninja is, whereas this is a bit... Mm, you have that kind of stealth mechanic, but it's like some of the some of the AI isn't, you know. So, sometimes they see me, sometimes they don't. So that's a bit um, frustrating. But yeah, it's 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 something that I need to d- dig deeper into. I like the look of it. Um, as I said, it, it controls okay at the minute. Mm-hmm. So maybe once I I unlock more more things, um, it'll it'll start to gel and click a bit more. So. Yeah. yeah, nice. Look, 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 look to in the future. Interestingly, on Steam, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this game came out in 2019 mm-hmm. um, from Amethyst Studio, um, okay. uh, developed and published by them on Steam. Um, and, and it comes up saying, Within the Blade, that is then mm-hmm. the art for this game. But it then comes up saying, By Pixel Shinobi, Nine Demons of Mamoru. And that is also the name of the game in the trailer that has just played through on Steam. So I wonder whether they had an issue with just having the word Shinobi in it and it being a game. 
<laughs> not being associated. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm looking at the Steam page now. Yeah, by Pixel Show Nine. Mm. A... I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. I mean, it looks from from <laughs> from the trailer and stuff. I have no idea. I I, I, I mm. get what you're saying about it. How it it kind of feels like it is very simple, but actually, there's a lot of depth mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah. And it looks like it would be absolutely nuts to kind of master this, and, and, and at least some of the boss battles and things that, that have appeared in the trailer. And that there's kind of these, not um, not stealth kills so much, but perhaps kind of like one shot sort of kills as well, where you you, you know you yeah. get an enemy in a certain position and you can just sort of uh, kind of finish them. But yeah, looks looks kind of hard. <laughs> looks very very hard. <laughs> um, I've 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 found it okay, but at the moment, but yeah, I, I I can see I can see it definitely getting to ridiculous levels of difficulty the more it goes on. Mm. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, it it. it Maybe I went into it thinking, oh, it's going to be this game, but it's something else. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, from the re- reviews on Steam, it's just like, yeah, people people seem very high. On yeah, it, so absolutely. It's, 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 it, yeah, it comes up as very positive. Eighty four percent are positive of the one hundred and thirty four reviews. Uh, lots of people have come up. Adol's not here, but we'll do a very quick review roundup. Um, <laughs> one of the um, not recommended. Um, only 1.8 hours um, it says okay. sort of like the graphics are lovely um, the setting okay. seems quite enjoyable the problem comes with the controls and the pacing um, it's possible that the game works better with a controller instead of a keyboard which is obviously what this person had played with but yeah. there was a l- I'm playing on Xbox so mm. yeah it's, it's fine with yeah. controllers so, yeah. um, so we'll, controls aside pacing uh, this game would have worked very well as either a more freeform RPG or as a linear arcade stealth them up uh, as you'd mm-hmm. kind of mentioned Lucy so uh, as it stands it tries to take a middle road where you're left with a linear level progression but randomised rewards and difficulty no ability to farm anything in order to progress further uh, you might not kind of want that from a game anyway but um, there is another negative review um, 17.3 hours played um, doesn't tell me because it's one of these little side ones um, see full review because I wonder when they left the review uh, um, yes yeah, six, so 16.1 hours at time review okay. uh, good yeah. stuff Good combat, the needs a little work, and alright platforming. It has the single worst first level in stealth game I've ever played. The entire game is based around fast kills, which you can get in the first level, but are but entirely unreliable. Not just because you don't have the most basic first unlock assassination skill, but also because half of the instant kills that you have don't proc when they should. So it sounds like maybe, again, a, a little bit of input lag or something like that, perhaps. Yeah. On the on the Steam version, well, which well, that's why this game is a bit weird because when when, when I the first level, I was just hacking and slashing my way through people. Mm. I was just like, because I thought it was like a, you know a Ninja Gaiden esque game. It was like, oh, I'm actually meant to stealth people. <laughs> what if I just killed them instead? <laughs> just like just just ran up to them and just slashed them in half. Um, yeah, it's 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 a weird one. It's one of those where it's like, 
I mean, the people who have put some time into it clearly enjoy it. Like, a lot of them saying, like, this is very deep and involved and stuff like that, so... As I said, I, it, that, that review where it, where it was like, it, it feels like it's caught in between in the middle ground and doesn't quite excel mm. at, you know, either of those things, and it should have maybe been one or the other. I'm pretty much in that camp right now, so... I, I don't know, maybe I'll have to see if I can, you know... If I change my mind, the deeper I get in, the more unlocks that I do. So, yeah, yeah, strange one. Nice. Okay, no, fair, fair, good. Yeah. So that's your kind of like your last two weeks, uh, or so, uh, kind of worth. Of, yeah, of, I mean, of uh, notable. <laughs> I games. mean, a lot of those, a lot of those games was like the weekend because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to look at screens for like a good week. Oh and yes. I was just like, yeah. I'm feeling better now. Let me binge. <laughs> because I'm, <laughs> Because this will help. <laughs> just constantly for two for, for two whole days, just play everything yeah. that was available. I finished Hollow Knight. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Nice. Yeah, I I was I was you know I relapsed, I relapsed hard. <laughs> Good. Um, maybe then I can mention uh, as we talked about Japan Studio, uh, mm-hmm. I can mention a game I've been playing, and then I can kind of move on to. A little bit of a talking point that I kind of wanted to bring up, just to see about your experience uh, mm. with it, Lucy, because it's something that you are, are deep, deep into. Uh, but <laughs> I mentioned to um, Adol last week that I was playing Gravity Rush Two. Ah, um, is that the Japan Studio? Yes. Game? Um, oh, I didn't know they made it. I, I, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I'd, I'd okay. only been playing it a little bit uh, last week. And it has a very odd first hour or so of the game, um, where it's kind of caught in that, yes, it's a sequel, but we sort of want to give you enough to, if you haven't played the first one, because Mm -hmm. at the time, I I think when Gravity Rush 2 came out, Gravity Rush was still a PS2. P or no Vita, yeah Vita, a Vita exclusive, um, and it, the the remaster came after Gravity Rush Two. So they've tried to make this game kind of here is a game that you can just pick up straight away now. But also, no one is, had a Vita. Exactly, exactly, we apologize. Yes. But also, it is a sequel to a game. Um, but once yeah. it gets going, it's 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 beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lovely game. The controls are fantastic. I mean, I. I Gravity Rush allows you not to manipulate gravity, but at least to kind of turn it on and off. Um, and so Kat, the character, can uh, just float, and then you can shoot her off in various directions. So essentially, and, and the game explains, all she does is she just changes the point of where gravity pulls her towards. So you're just constant. she's constantly like falling, essentially. Yeah. Um, and that the combat feels very fluid. It's really, really good. And I'm, I have several thoughts kind of whilst I'm playing this game. One of them was, hmm. how do we not have like a Superman game uh, based around this kind of thing? It, it you know, it, yes, hmm. yes, they've explained it in a way that Cat is falling constantly because she shifts gravity. But essentially, she is flying. She's flying wherever she wants, in whatever direction she wants, <laughs> whenever she wants to. And she then also pulls in all of this kind of combat stuff. And actually the basis for the traversal around this game and the movement around this kind of like 3D space 
is fantastic, and I, and I don't understand how it hasn't been kind of replicated or pulled into other stuff. You know, we talk about like Spider Man, uh, the the Insomniac, yeah. the new Spider Man, as being this fantastic traversal system at least for Spider-Man, kind of through a city, very vertical, very fast in what it's doing. But Gravity Rush, it just nails what it wants to do mm. in that kind of aspect. And it just makes me think, yeah, that there, there, there is something here that could be used to create games that allow that verticality. You know, everything is so got, just like, let's just run around the ground, hooray. And verticality comes from you going in buildings and then being tall. Um, and yeah. sitting on a roof or something like that, um, but but Gravity Rush really understands movement in a three D space. Hmm. Um, yeah, because I've never, I I always knew that Gravity Rush was just about flying and everything. Yeah. But I was just like, ah, I know we got I know we got rave reviews on Vita the first one. Yes, the second one didn't come to Vita, didn't no, it? Did it? Uh, it was just PlayStation 3 game? It? Maybe it was or... just a PlayStation 4 game. I don't know, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Because I played uh... Remaster on PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and picked up Gravity Rush 2 very, very cheaply a couple of weeks ago in a in the summer in the PlayStation Summer Cell. Um, so I don't know where else it's available. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's like... This is very unique in its um, kind of like movement and mm. like a lot of things with games. It's like you know, especially in like open worlds, um, open world games. It's like all about like the traversal and stuff like that. And it it seems like yes, we have to have like it has to be Spider Man to make this sense. Yeah. It's like no, just have just have a game where you know people are flying around. Absolutely, exactly. <laughs> Why not? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and like Saints Row did that. Um, you know, it's sort of like later on, like Get Out of Hell and stuff like that allowed you yeah. to kind of traverse in that sort of way and be absolutely ludicrous in what it was allowing you to do. But yeah. yes, just just give us more of this. Give us more absolutely nuts kind of stuff. And I think uh, even like Crackdown mm-hmm. allowed you mm-hmm. to do that kind of over-exaggerated yeah. sort of movement through a space. And I don't think any of these games have been particularly... Um, like big hits, you know, uh, and sold true, particularly yeah. well. And I, I don't get mm. that this freedom of movement and what they're trying to do, why that isn't more picked up by people. Why does everyone want to run around shooting people on the ground? Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah because it's it's got that kind of these games have like that kind of like arcadey kind of style to them, mm. like Jet yes. Set Radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like even. Sunset Overdrive. It's like just never see games yep. like that anymore. And everything has to be literally grounded. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, we have to have sad dads walking around or something like that. It's just like, <laughs> just make Kratos fly. God's sake, he's a god. <laughs> oh mate, that would be amazing. He, he, he can't fly. He's he is like Thor, and actually, it's just the axe that propels him through the air or yeah, something like that. Why not? Um, it's the power of the his throwing of the axe that just allows him to just travel across with it. But yeah, it, it, suddenly I'm thinking of like crazy over the top games like Crazy Taxi and stuff like that, where the movement is just the next kind of level to the standard. 
And Crazy Taxi was, f- was what an amazing Such arcade game. game. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I like I, I I I I haven't had that very much from games. That ridiculous mm-hmm. kind of control scheme, which just allows you that freedom to sort of do stuff. Yeah. Um, but it also made me think that I really, really like and enjoy and should play more. Um, like Japanese made RPGs like Gravity Rush it kind of has RPG elements to it but it isn't really an RPG but it's uh, very similar in it's kind of anime aesthetic and musically to stuff like Nino Kuni and the Dragon Age games and those sorts of things and you know, early Final Fantasy games, obviously completely different in their sort of art style and stuff, but, you know, have have pulled from those early kind of Final Fantasy or Fantasy Star games and things like this. And actually how much I enjoy that product, that aesthetic and the music, the combination mm-hmm. of that yeah. and the gameplay of those kinds of things. And I just have not played those games for for such a long time and i think it's because you're, you're a father and you don't have unlimited oh, completely <laughs> i cannot go on an 80 hour quest anymore yeah. it just that doesn't exist for me um no. yes so <laughs> this is what i need i need like a three hour version of JLPG. something like this like that is exactly what i want um, Three hour JRPG. Who's who's That's making this? No one. That doesn't... No one is making <laughs> yeah. these games. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because it... I was looking at that um, Chris Tales game that came yes. out on Game Pass because I was like, this looks beautiful and like the kind of like shifting of time mm. time mechanic looks interesting. And then someone said it's thirty hours, and I was like, okay, maybe not. <laughs> That's, I was thinking it would be like six. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what uh, not put me off, but why I haven't downloaded mm-hmm. that onto onto Game Pass uh, uh, yet. Yeah. Even though we, we, we don't speak about this god awful company, um I need to play Child of Light. It's been on my on my Have list you not played while, it? So. No. Oh, wow. No, I've never got around to it. Because it was like the same time as like Valiant yes. Hearts came around, wasn't it? And it was like I went the Valiant Hearts route and I own Child of Light, but just never. It's it's on my list. I need to play. Again, that can only be five or six hours yeah. long. That's yeah. Mm, mm, that's a good game. We need more child, 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 children of light. Uh, again, so that's what again like you, you get these big studios who want to delve into that smaller space and give you those shorter experiences and things. And you get it. You get your child of lights. You get your valiant hearts uh, um, from. You know, un- unnamed companies. We, we, I don't know what the, that company yeah, was called. Know, so, yeah. Um, but then you, you know, you also get your uh, like Sea of Solitudes and stuff, and, and you know, you, you get companies like EA trying to delve into that space. But it all seems like a little bit of kind of like lip service, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, we want to kind of do yeah. this. Here's one game every five years mm-hmm. or something yeah. like that, whereas. Um, you know, the 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 people who published Child of Light, uh, um, also brought out like Grow <laughs> Home and and had mm-hmm. loads of these little experimental titles at one point. Uh, and Square Enix have jumped into the kind of publisher side of things and and tr- and are, and are bringing smaller experiences and things 
um, to people as yeah. well, or into the market at least as well. So it's 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 definitely something that the bigger kind of players are trying to get into, but very yeah. very just just half assed really. Yeah, it's it's. I think I think it's always going to be fluctuating. Um, was it was it Waypoint? I was I think it was Waypoint. I was listening to yeah, it was. Um, that I was listening to today, mm. and um, one of them were someone posited the question: uh, if if you could bring back Sega, <laughs> Sega back in its glory yep. days, uh, which one would you sacrifice? Nintendo, Xbox, or PlayStation? Ooh. And any day, I would probably say Xbox, yep. but then I paused for a second, and I was like, no, actually, it would be Sony at this point. Yeah. And I hate that, because it looks like they're, they've they gone into the direction where it's like, every game now has to be this big yes. AAA, too big to fail kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it's like, that's just so sad. <laughs> it's like... Obviously, Microsoft accrued all that talent because they would have been making Gears and Halo for the rest of time mm. if those still sold yep. like they did before. So, yeah, but it's just like, man, I, I don't want every game to be like this homogenized, big, open world thing, you know? It's like so many companies, like, especially now when they're, you know, all like harboring like sex offenders it's just easy to brush them off but it's so easy to brush them off because it's like they are bringing it's such a dearth of creativity in the triple a industry it's like me being the queen of indies or whatever like that that was years ago and it was like that's because i was getting bored of triple a games back then but now it's just like i i just what i play at most one big triple a game a year because and that's usually from Nintendo. Yeah, and it's just like there's just so little creativity in that space now, and it's like everything has to be a cyberpunk or a you know. I I loved Horizon Zero Dawn, yes. but I could happily not have a sequel. Yeah, I yeah, could absolutely. happily not have a sequel to God of mm-hmm. War. Don't need any more yeah. Last of Us. Don't need any more Uncharted. And it's just like it's sad. It's like. I would have said Xbox in a heartbeat any other day, but now thinking yeah. about it, to be honest, I, don't, I just don't think I could do that to double fine. Do, do you know? Tim has put all his eggs in that basket now. And you're yeah, like, oh, no, yeah. I can't do that to him. I don't, just, yeah, I don't. I don't think I could. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have the heart. You lost Greg. Greg you lost Greg. Greg Rice went over to PlayStation, didn't he? And, and you know yeah. he's heartbroken, and you just yeah. can't ruin him now. Um, yeah. 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 I, I. I. don't. I don't disagree. Um, Sony are making a lot of not. I mean, mechanically, kind of similar sort of games, or at least production level kind of games. Yeah. Uh, um, Xbox are looking at least to foster a, a, a like a broader range of studios and titles, and I, I think PlayStation kind of want to. Be there, right? They they picked up Housemark, but Housemark, whilst they made smaller experiences, have just made Returnal, which is now a much bigger product. Mm-hmm. There's, it looks like they've probably brought Blue Point as well, which are making you know they're making remakes and those sorts of massive, yeah. massive games. Um, 
when you mentioned about kind of uh, yeah. games that you wouldn't, you know, you don't need a sequel to Horizon, you don't need a sequel to kind of God of War, and, and, and only playing kind of like one AAA game a year, there is something that I have recently been thinking about, and that because Out of Lives, uh, Dave Wyatt has been um, chatting about it in the Duck Hunters Facebook group. Uh, I I would love another story in the Red Dead world. I, 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 I think it is just Western setting. <laughs> I, 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 but I, I think it's, it's not just the Western setting. I think it is the kind of... Red Dead takes a departure from Grand Theft Auto. It, it does have humour to it, but it's not satire, right? It is, yeah. it is a very grounded, gritty kind of game set in the West with overindulgent mechanics and, 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 and other ridiculous kind of points to it. But a smaller experience. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine like a Lost Legacy or a Miles Morales length game set in mm-hmm. the Red Dead kind of universe. And whether that's like following Sadie or, or one of the characters kind of within Dutch's group or someone completely different in a slightly different area. Uh, um, you know, like a little further north, or, or or something, a little back east, perhaps something around that kind of thing. I I I kind of want that, and it is just, but mostly because we don't have games sat in the wild west, and it's such a yeah. good setting for a game, um, more than anything. But if I mean, I think if that, you know. Conversation about if you wanted Sega, who could you kind of get rid of? And, and mm-hmm. yes, I can understand why they kept it kind of to like the console manufacturers, Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But actually, there are tons, tons of bigger publishers who oh, yeah, I I'd would instantly. Like I mean, or the others we don't. I, talk exactly, about exactly. I'd get rid of about five <laughs> or six just to have nuts. So I'd just get rid Sega. of them. About I'd I'd get rid I'd get rid of them and I don't even need Sega. <laughs> <laughs> Just get rid of them anyway. We don't need the Division Three or Diablo Forty Six oh, or you know any of these games. Yeah. Just just give us Crazy Taxi Twenty Seven. <laughs> that's fine. That's all right. Just yeah. uh, just a Crazy Taxi yeah. remake. That'd be all right. But to be fair, you can probably play Crazy Taxi on your Xbox somewhere. You can. So, yeah, I, I've done it recently. So exactly. <laughs> so you have to keep Xbox around just for the curation element. And even that is games. sad in itself because it's like I much prefer the back catalog of Sony and Nintendo games. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to play Blinks the Cat, you know. <laughs> Let me play Croc Legend of the Goblins on PlayStation 2. Like a real exactly. game. Exactly. No one needs Jade Empire. <laughs> It's all about just ridiculous. It's, I mean, I was going to say medieval, but it's not about that game at all. That game, mm, that game controlled like trash. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you play the remake? No, only the demo. Okay. And the demo was enough for me not to play the remake. <laughs> That's fair. I liked medieval back in the day. Oh, yeah. It wasn't one of those Absolutely. where I was clamouring for medieval no. to come back. What I do, yeah, another game I really would like. I don't know who has the rights to this. Um, would be and the, the, again, it's another game where people are constantly like, "Oh, they're going to make this game again. They're going to remaster it or whatever." Mm-hmm. Would be uh, Legacy of Cain. 
Soul Reaver. Oh, yes. Um, another game which I... I don't know if it's a PlayStation exclusive, but I associate with PlayStation. Didn't it? Or was it the other one that came to original Xbox? Maybe it was another I mean, it one. might have been. I, I think Legacy of Kane has kind of... The Legacy of Kane as a IP has been Legacy. kind of thrown yeah. about to a Soul Reaver... Um, I think it was a PlayStation exclusive, um, which was a fantastic game. I absolutely love that game. Um, and they did try and make a Legacy of Cain um, RPG a few years back. Is that there might be a no clip documentary on it? Maybe not versed in the in the Legacy of Cain, <laughs> but yeah. Um, to be so uh, I mean, there's there's the, you know. Talking about bringing things back, there's tons of tons of stuff I would like to see, like another entry in from years and, and, and years ago, um, but with a little bit more, you know, modern sensibilities and, and, and those sorts of things kind of thrown in as well. But yeah. who knows? Who knows what they should, any of these yeah. big corporations are thinking about? They should make a, a sequel to Hollow Knight. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Why don't they do Absolutely. that? Yeah, if if someone be. could do that, if that if that game exists, I, I think whoever made Hollow Knight is you know all of them are just hanging out on a beach, you know, living off oh, living yeah. off that they're Hollow Knight in, money. Uh, they're in Adelaide, just like chilling, yeah. having, having just a barbie, hanging out, even though it's winter. Not now. not worrying about making games at all. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I just want it. I don't. Do we? Do, uh, Before I was just like, whatever it comes with. At this, comes at this point, is it a twenty twenty three game? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I just, I would not be surprised. It's not coming out this year for no. sure. Um, so yeah, I think it's. I would usually I'm like take your time, but now I'm just like no, I'm gonna I'm gonna revert to type as the Hollow Knight stereotype and say just give. It What's to me it now. been three? You're taking three too years long now. Crunch. <laughs> Get the fucking game made. Yeah. Don't see your families for a year. <laughs> it's important that I have this game. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's still like... It, it, there's all this chat about it. It's just a whiteboard with a couple of drawings on still at the moment, isn't it? Like that, that's yeah. it. <laughs> That just says HK question mark. <laughs> <laughs> just a picture of needle next to it. That, that's it. Just nothing more. <laughs> oh, good. Um, let's let's finish out then on um, something I wanted to raise, which is mm-hmm. this goddamn fucking quest system <laughs> um, on Game Pass Ultimate. So if you if you don't know, if you are a subscriber to Game Pass. Ultimate, you can do a load of quests, which get you Microsoft reward points. Something that Lucy and I have spoken about previously, because the reward points give you loads of different things, including more months worth of Game Pass. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I'm on my third month of Ultimate. I haven't paid for it yet. Yeah. We're in a pyramid scheme of just. <laughs> I mean, I sit here and I'm like, right, go on to Edge. Do some searches, do the things. Right. How much money has that saved me of getting into Game Pass versus how much work could I have done cumulatively over the month of doing this to have just paid for fucking Game Pass? It takes five minutes. <laughs> well, 
takes f- less than right. five minutes. You say that right, but mm-hmm. there are there are quests. There are daily quests which are essentially just play I, I play a game, there, play actually. a game, and log in. Are like the daily quests. Yes. Um, weekly quests, which range from play three games or get a few achievements in a game to mm-hmm. do X within a game, and monthly quests, which are mostly do eight daily quests or do ten daily quests and eight weekly quests to get you know your points towards your monthly thing and like the ultimate one where you get a thousand reward points mm. uh, which is do like 45 daily quests and something like 15 weekly quests something yeah, around that but yeah but also mm-hmm. um, there's lots of um, um, play this game and do this thing quests right and I keep bumping up against these quests, like in-game quests. So there was a quest last week, and I think it was a weekly quest because it mm. wasn't available today because Wednesday is the day that it um, rotates in and out. Okay. And there was one for Fallout 4. And I thought... Oh, I didn't bother with Well, you, got, you, got to pick you do have to pick your battles, absolutely. But the quest said, play Fallout 4. I'm like, cool, I'll install it and play it and then never have to worry about it again. Why are you installing it? Uh, iCloud. Because I haven't linked, I can't link the pad to my phone and it won't let me play the game without, no, it won't let me, it won't let me play it without having a pad. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely can. It says no, no, no controller detected. Mine mine says connect, connect to controller. Before it lets you. Before it lets me play. Before it will let me even get into the game. Mine comes up with that thing and it says you do not have the controller attached. And I can still press play. Ooh, like the play button's oh, no, not grayed I, I out or anything. That's, if I press play, it pops up with a thing saying connect controller. Oh, yep. really? Yep. And I, oh, mine, and I, it, just, and it just like whatever. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the difference between <laughs> like, like Android and Apple. Android or perhaps. iOS. Um, but I would... Maybe it's because this is... Maybe it's because it's in apps versus yes, and it's and it's very much beta on Android as well. You you can do it on your PC. What play cloud versions? I'm I'm literally playing Gang Beast right now. Right, well, just do it on browser. Anyway, I I I I went in through the app. I I installed Fallout Four, and I played it, and I played it, and I played it, and I played it. And it's a game I probably put maybe two hours into last week. And this goddamn quest did not pop. And it's happened before. On other games oh. where it's said, do this thing. And I've tried to do said thing and it yeah. has not popped. Um, and I currently saw that Night in the Woods says, do ten jumps. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got the Fallout 4 one. Yeah, I just literally just launched it on... Thingy. I've done the. I did the night in the woods one yesterday. So it says. I did it on my exactly. Phone. It says do ten do ten jumps, and I did. I played it on my PC, and I did ten jumps. It won't won't register it. Doesn't come up. And I don't know whether this is an Android issue, because I'm opening the app up on my phone. But I don't know whether there's anywhere else for me to be able to log into. Whether there is a browser version of this. Whether there is an an app on my PC different to the Game Pass app that will allow me to do 
all of these things and register all of these things because things just aren't popping. Let me break it down. Go on then. Come on, Luce. You can can go to xbox.com forward slash play and that you can just jump into a game there. And they also, um, I think as of this week, you can do it in your Xbox Game Pass app for PC. You can just launch games straight from there. But just go to xbox.com forward slash play and you can just press whatever and live life and be merry with all your rewards. (laughs) 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 It's, it's, I don't know if it is something to do with Android. Um, That's weird because it's like that was the first platform they launched Mm. it on. So I would have thought they would have ironed out the kinks then. Um, but yeah, I, I think back in the day, some of these rewards things were a bit, like, sometimes it, it, they were just, I was facing the issues that you're having now, where it's like, is it going to pop? Is it not? And it was truly terrible. Mm. Um, it, you were wasting your time. Um, Absolutely. But now now it's much better. Like, um, now it's just, like, instantaneous. Okay, most of the okay. Time, so, um, try doing it from the, uh, the, from the, from the web browser, because that's what I just mm. did just and it's like yeah mine popped cool very easily so maybe that is a way around yeah. it it's nuts that that has to be the way around it and there's no way for me to know it bar me raising it as an issue and you saying here is a solution for said issue yeah yeah i i, I don't know why it wouldn't be working on you on your thingy so let's have a look i know i don't know i know it's but yeah it, bit... it, it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me because it's like you know it, I mean, it's still technically in beta, but I'm not going to give them that uh, much benefit of the doubt. But it was, you know, some of these things were pretty awful about popping, mm-hmm. um, like probably about a year ago. So, but yeah, everything seems seamless now. Okay. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I can play on my, I can launch any game on my on my phone or on here without the controller because I have my Xbox controller attached all the time, yep. um, but it still doesn't pick it up. On the web browser, it says you need to connect to the controller. It's like it's in that's, there. that's exactly what I can still what play I it. And as soon as I press A, mm-hmm, as soon as I as soon as I pick up the controller, it works. It just doesn't recognize it for, for yep. some reason. So um, exactly that. that. I I have just uh, gone onto Night in the Woods, and I've clicked mm-hmm. play, and sure. it comes up. Something's not Check right. Disconnect a control. Disconnected or idle. It's like no, I can see it's plugged in and it's 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 on. It is just connected all the time, but on here it does allow me you to continue. Mm-hmm. So I shall ex- I shall have a look at that. Uh, but <laughs> further to that, is yeah. there anywhere for me to look more into these quests? Right, because Fallout Four just said play Fallout Four. And it may be that that was all you had to do. You just had to launch the yeah. game, just and it, it again. picked it up and went yes. And it's just that it hasn't quite the yeah done the, that. The, 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 lo- the lower the lower ones where it just says play this or embark on the journey or something like that. Usually like twenty five yeah. points. It's just like I just have to start the game. And that's yes. Nice. Yeah. Um, but Reddit, Microsoft Rewards, uh, Reddit uh, community, extremely helpful. Oh, nice, good, okay. <laughs> For some things, it's just like, even with some things, it's like, should I bother with this? I just look at Reddit, and it's like, this is more than one step 
long and it's like nah i'm not gonna bother yeah should, but some of them are just like they tell you exactly mm. what to should do. i get and seven like, kills fantastic. on the evil within no probably not it's an awful you get game about 12 i played hours it into that before you've killed anything <laughs> yeah i did i did that and it was like i knew people said this was slow and sluggish but god that game is awful <laughs> <laughs> so I, so basically, because the the good thing about it is that a lot of these quests reoccur. So it's like that is a that's I, I've seen the Evil Within one more than okay. once. That's probably about the third time it's come on. And so like this time round, I'd already got to that point. I already have a save. I just launched it on my browser. Oh. I, I think I was watching something and something like that. I was just right in a place where it's like. Okay, I can just easily... I've got enough bullets, I can just easily pop seven of these MFers and then just close it and pretend... Just hop in the shower immediately and scrub all the dirt <laughs> off me because that game is awful. <laughs> that game is terrible. It controls so it badly. Yeah. This this guy, who's meant to be like a super cop, can like run for like three seconds and then just wheeze and like he's having an asthma attack. <laughs> And it's like, Maybe it is. Every every five seconds, he would have died from natural causes <laughs> and not the, the weird flesh monsters I, I, running after him. I mean, him, as, so. as soon as he was found, you know, strung upside down in that kind of opening bit, and there's this ginormous beast of a man that's butchering a body. Mm. I died yeah. about five times before I knew yeah. what to do at that point. I was just like, oh, there's this key oh, glinting mate, That here. was a fucking pain. I followed him into the back room, dead. I tried to hide somewhere else, <laughs> yeah. dead. I, yeah, and then suddenly I'm like, oh, there's keys there. Oh, okay. Yeah, awful. Poorly signposted game, yes, whose character yeah. would... Yeah. You know, probably have puked instantly and be very <laughs> dead very quickly. Yeah. And I've seen a full playthrough of that game. It seemed charming when I was watching it, but thank God I wasn't playing it because just, just, <laughs> what a bad, bad controlling game. That was definitely early Xbox One, PS4 kind yes. of era where it's like, we don't know what we're doing. You don't have any other games to play. Yeah. Play I mean, this. it doesn't make me. You'll forgive it. For being it doesn't bad. make me feel mm. hopeful for Ghostwire Tokyo, which has been delayed into next oh, yeah. year. Was it even coming out this year? Who knows? It was always a next year game, wasn't it? They just decided that they were yeah. pretending it was delayed to next year. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't yeah, doesn't. And make I me don't even. And I think that is also coming to other things as well. I think it's a PlayStation be... console exclusive, but it probably coming to PC as well. Like Deathloop is. I think it might even come to X. Oh, I think it's it, it may Xbox do like well. six months afterwards like or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But, um, yeah, that looked interesting. Um, mm. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. Oh yeah, I remember definitely. Or, or did that get delayed again till no, next year? No, no, that's definitely. I, I mean, it might not definitely be, but it is currently September, I believe. September twenty twenty two on Game Pass. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 or I could play seventy pounds. Exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't do that. Uh, don't pay seventy pounds for games. Um, 
<laughs> good. What a, what a, that's probably a good place for us to finish. You've, you've done me a good service this evening, Lucy, pointing me towards yes. that. Um, and if in doubt, Reddit. Yeah, I didn't. I, didn't I only go on Reddit for two things: at Microsoft Rewards and to see how much people hated the New York crossword uh, <laughs> that day. So those are the only two. Is things there a Reddit, Reddit dedicated for. just to that? Yeah, you can vote on if you like the the crossword that day. Sometimes I'm just like, I just want to see the results, see what other people thought. But then sometimes I'm just like, this is poor. <laughs> so too many American uh, references. Mm, mm. D- d- I assume it's all American spelling as well. Yeah, like odor, like color. I've actually, I've, yeah, I've actually gotten pretty good at that, knowing that oh, these yanks only, you know, they can't spell. But it's just <laughs> like oh, just I don't know, miss out that letter. Doesn't seem like there's any use to it. Just, yeah. just get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Use that will always trip you use, up. Use, use. Uh, they get rid of all of the use. They get rid of all the U's, and they they don't have double L's in when they they're having the gerund oh. in the ing when they're having like you know dialing they only put one oh. in it or something yeah I didn't realise that and they love their baseball they put too many baseball gl- it's like nobody watches baseball not even Americans themselves <laughs> and it's like yeah. just put yeah and you Steve Kerr does today, Babe Ruth so. fit. No, uh, pass. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, yeah. done. <laughs> Some of the basketball ones are okay. I got Steve Kerr today, nice. so good. That's probably because I watched uh, the Last Dance or whatever. Oh, that's such a good documentary. It's fantastic. It is yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Not enough Space Jam in it though. So ah. two out of ten. <laughs> they only spent five minutes on Space Jam and they moved on quite quickly. Yeah. Like. Oh, as as a, as a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, <laughs> you can play uh, that Space Jam game that came out, which I played the whole of, and oh, it's about forty minutes long, and it's somewhere between below <laughs> Battletoads that Battletoads game that came out last year. Um, oh dear! Yeah, it, it 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 was a free thing, and it's just like it seemed it seemed like yeah, if you're gonna make a tie-in game, why not make it a side-scrolling brawler? Uh, you know, I mean, why fair not? enough. I'll, I'll wait for there to be a quest yeah. for it, um, where it says like kill four hundred <laughs> yeah. baddies, and actually there's only twelve baddies <laughs> yeah. in the run, and you have to just play it multiple mm. times to, mm-hmm. to get that. But I've basically seen the whole film now. <laughs> 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 No need to go it's to the no cinema. It's no Tiny Toon Adventures. No, yeah. no not, not at all. No Tiny Toon Adventures. Um, good. Uh, what a good place for us to finish uh, uh, this week as we've moved into the realm of movies. Uh, Lucy, the, the dayer, um, did you enjoy it? Is it a beer you're drinking? Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to because there's another one in the fridge. <laughs> we don't waste beer in this house. No. That is a sin. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um I'm trying to think where this sits in the pantheon of Dea beers. Mm. Um, it's in there. <laughs> it's maybe top half. I don't know. <laughs> Had so many. Um, but yeah, it's, it's 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 it tastes like a lot of their other um, output nowadays. Mm. Um, they are going into like those more subtle uh, flavors. They're not. 
always making those massive juice bombs that we had a few few years ago. Yeah. Bit more refined these days. Um but yeah, really smooth, really easy to drink. It's like that feels like a session beer. Um just how easy it is, even if it is six point two percent. You get you, you do get a bit more of that sweetness, a bit more of that, you know, slight warming alcohol burn, but just in terms of like how easy it can go back, that could easily be a session beer. Yeah. 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 Nice. Really good. Good. Um I, I mean I have had two session beers essentially mm. this evening. Um, both were really good. I, I I like both for very different reasons. Aromatic Isles, the 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 Wiper and True um, Bristol Crapper Festival um, beer was was lovely. Lovely flavors. Did something different. Was a fantastic kind of lead into a, an evening or a drinking kind of session. And I can see this being mm-hmm. something that everyone would go. This is amazing. Just in terms of the level of flavor. That they packed into this, mm-hmm. but I think the Talus kind of just picks it for me. Talus in Wonderland from Ooh, Arbor. Um, okay, it's it's just solid, uh, um, like very easy to drink, uh, uh, lovely, sort of light, delicate kind of flavours. Um, really, really sessionable. Um, I could easily have just rolled straight through into this. It isn't too fruity, isn't too sweet, it isn't too bitter, it isn't isn't anything massive. It's just very light, very easy, um, while still giving a nutty, piney flavour, which I actually quite like um, more than I probably think I do after having mm. this um, and, and kind of the way it's impacted um, kind of my thoughts this evening. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think the Talus would be an easy, easy pick for me. And again, it picked up round the corner at the newsagents. <laughs> um, yeah. I I had the Galazaka again uh, a couple of nights ago from Arbor. Um, and I think, I don't think I drank it on an episode. I think I had it a few months ago when it first released yeah. and I was a little bit disappointed with it um, but actually having it again another reasonably good solid sessionable kind of beer uh, not doing anything massive I think Arbor have found their space of making these nicely balanced not single kind of note beers again something we talked about with Arbor they, they absolutely come out and say here is a couple of fl- here's a couple of flavours that's it. That's what you're going to get yeah. solidly throughout this beer. Uh, have a pint of it. And everyone goes, yeah, great, perfect, 5%, yeah. <laughs> smash it back, have another one. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, fantastic that this is kind of, you know, just around the corner again. And now I've had it, it will probably be on I my weekend little pickup. So, mm, mm. Nice. Yeah, yeah um, I, I probably feel the same way about the uh, aromatic, aromatic aisles because... Mm. It was, it was something that's like I've never had a beer that tastes like this before. Yes. But it still tasted like a beer because a lot of the mm. times it's like okay, having do these weird and wonderful experiments, but they kind of stray from like why I'd probably enjoying a beer. But the aromatic cars did that as well. It's like this is a very good beer first and foremost, and it's something different. But even so, it's just like. Can't mess with the classics, you know? Yeah. It's just like, you know, having a standard arbor, it's like, 
nine times out of ten, yeah, you're gonna get something good. Absolutely, always one to fall back on. It's like even like the, the you know, the cafe creme, which seems to be mm. the only arbor in like main uh, big stores. It's just like, yeah, I'll have that. Why not? Yeah, it's a good arbor. It's arbor beer. It's good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Why milk and moo cow? That's the one I always go to as well. <laughs> yeah. Why kick a moo cow? Oh, not milk. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you milk a moo cow? Why would you kick one either? Well, I can't, I can't do it. I'd rather milk know. one than kick one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the moo cow. I mean, Bristol is more known for one. kind of like scrumping than cow tipping, isn't it? So maybe they're just not quite there. Um, yes, good. Good. Uh, so they have been. They have been the beers, they have been the games that we have played this week. If you want to get in touch with us and let us know what you've been playing, what you've been drinking, you can do so at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter. You can get me at Nova underscore 47, almost everywhere. Lucy is Juicy Loose 9. Mm-hmm. And Juicy Loose 9 is going to start Axiom Verge today and just have her switch fall on her face as she falls asleep playing it. I'll probably have to restart it tomorrow because she exactly. doesn't remember it anyway. You get four hours in, it's yeah. just a boom. Four. Four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm knackered. I'm going to bed. It's that time I'll, of day. I won't done. even click uh, buy. I won't, even, I won't even add it to my cart on Switch before I fall asleep. So It looks a lot brighter. It looks it a does, lot brighter yeah. than the last game. It's almost like Sonic mm-hmm. to Sonic 2 in terms of <laughs> yes. its like level of kind of brightness, almost. I'm interested to see what that's like. I'm going to take a punt on it and just buy it and not look into it anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. And, and you, you, exactly, you enjoy the first game, so mm-hmm. you'll probably like this one. It's a Metroidvania. So yeah. I need one. It's like, right into my age. Just <laughs> stick it in. Okay. Good. Um, if you want to support us, um, subscribe wherever you are, whether that's on uh, Twitch or YouTube or on your podcast service of choice, tell a friend, get them involved in the conversation. Come and join us in our Discord as well, and we can ping you links to that on all of our socials. Or go to outoflives.net to look at other articles, other shows, and things that we do. Uh, we're very light on Twitch during the summer. Adults in Canada. I'm just working my ass off currently. So... I barely know how to use a computer, so <laughs> you won't find me on there. <laughs> um, so Twitch is a little light on its uh, gameplay content, but we're here each and every week. And I believe next week, join us. We're going to be back on Tuesday, um, our regular sort of session, and we're going to have returning guest Callum, I believe, next week. Join us. Yeah, I, I've, not, I've not recorded with him, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, nice. Mm. Good. Perfect. That's us. That is everything, I think. Uh, We have been tanked up. Thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. We miss you, Adele. Always. (laughs) www.outoflives.net